Holy Letters of the Rebbe, Volume 7. This is uh, letter number 2108. And this is dated Baruch Hashem, the 29th day of year, Tavshin Gimel, Brooklyn. Shalom of Rocha. Um, the Rebbe says, I'm responding on your express letter, dated the 20th day of year, in which you express surprise what I wrote to you, that compromises, that if you try to compromise, that will not bring the people closer, but actually it will push them away further. Uh, so he says, in that case, if the Rebbe is right, so the fact should have been that the most religious rabbis should have had the most beautiful shuls. You know, he's basically saying, so how come, you know, some of the, maybe he doesn't mention any names here, but I'm saying conservative reforms, they have beautiful shuls, and if, if, if the Rebbe is right, that's what he's saying. Although today, you see, uh, when you try to measure Chabad verses, there's a new uh, study out from the Pooh Institute, which shows that uh, Chabad is the uh, organization amongst uh, the outreach and the from that is growing, and all the others are lagging behind. They're growing. Look in the report itself. But we see that also, literally. But this was, I guess, in 1953. It was a different world then. It just started. So uh, the rabbis that were most religious didn't have the nicest shuls. It was the other way. So the Rebbe said it like this. My words are based, number one, on the saying of our sages of blessed memory in the Talmud Saitam and Aleph Beis, that anybody, it says over there, who flatters evildoers or Rishoyim, if you flatter them, in the end you're going to be falling in their hands. You know, they're not... That's the, that's the Talmud says. So, if you compromise, that is similar to flattering to those uh, balabatim that are not religious from Torah mitzvahs and, uh, and therefore that is what our sages say us, that uh, it is not for the matter that you will fall in their hands and it doesn't... Uh, finish up over here, says besides that besides the Indian that we say that if you're going to try to flatter the uh, the uh, the Balabatim and Yiddishkeit, so besides that the Rebbe says, number two it's obvious that a person's livelihood hinges on Kodesh Baruch Hu, and in the matters of the one who needs Parnosa this is one of the principle of our belief of a Jewish man and woman, that it is Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that feeds, sustains. And one who says that another person has the ability to learn, to ruin your livelihood, even though Hashem rules otherwise, and you think that this other person can hurt you, not alone, not only is this 
contrary to the belief of the Jewish belief, but this is contrary to the belief that there is supervision in generally, even of non-Jews. Uh, an exception of this is uh, that upon this person, he causes himself by his behavior of trying to flatter, he himself brings about falling in their hands, which means then you can't complain to Hashem how come in a certain measure, because Hashem, you have to rely, trust in Hashem, but by you behaving and thinking that the other, you think that through flattery, you'll get more money from them, uh, that allows the evil uh, a free hand to sort of impact your parnasa. So the fact alone that you give them the strength, instead of believing that Hashem feeds you, and to trust Hashem that somebody will not be able to hurt you, you thinking by compromising with them and uh, allowing for, I guess, things that are not allowed, you are actually hurting your own parnasa. Now, your question, number three, your question, that based upon this view, how come the religious rabbis don't have the most beautiful shuls? So the Rebbe says this is a very old question. And this, actually, the verse says, Madua derech Why is the way of the evil successful? That's, uh, that's already in the verse, in the Pasuk says. Also, look in the Gemara, Mrocha Zayinah that Moshe Rabbeinu was also, had difficulty, he didn't understand. And he said to Hashem, Hashem, teach me your ways. He didn't understand why is it that the people who are doing bad, or in today as they have the, bo- the books, why do righteous people suffer and, uh, and evil people successful, right? So the Rebbe says, if you look in the Gomorrah that I quoted before, and in various places in the holy books, you'll find an answer for this. And even if you don't find an answer, this does not touch the reality. And as my father-in-law writes in one of his, his letters, that it's not proper to spend time on the trying to figure out the question why are the evil successful? Don't spend time on that. It's best to strengthen yourself in your own manner. Same thing as the Rebbe says in our case. In either way, it is obvious in the eyes of any person, and it's also understood, even to one that needs to strengthen in the natural ways, and therefore, even though that we need to strengthen and use the natural means, and therefore to speak and to put effort in by all of them that hinges this uh, this job. In other words, Rebbe says, do everything possible in the words of nature to receive the job. That's okay. You have to do things. But that doesn't mean that these people, your livelihood hinges, depends on these people. They are not the ones. It's only because the Torah rules that we can't rely on a miracle. 
So you have to do things in the natural way to get the parnasa from their hands. They should be providing you. So therefore it's understood that it's impossible that fulfilling a mitzvah and accepting the mitzvah should ruin, God forbid, the flow from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who is the commander of the mitzvah. I mean, if you have a rabbi, I think what was going on over here, a previous letter, he wanted to get a job in a, in a shul, and they wanted the rabbi to compromise on his principles, on his Yiddishkeit. And the rabbi was encouraging him, and he's saying, yes, you know, be there, you know, speak nicely, say the right things, do the right things, but don't compromise on your Yiddishkeit. If they want, they don't want a mechitza, if they don't want, you know, whatever it is, you can't uh, try to compromise on your standard and hoping they'll give you the parnosa because of that. As far as practically the Rebbe says in number four, I didn't write in my letter that this is a, I'm giving a decree, a ruling that you have to remain over there. He was telling the Rebbe he wants to leave. I didn't say you have to. And the Rebbe says that you should remain there. I only said don't reject that suggestion. You have to weigh all of the suggestions that are before you and you should choose the one that is best for you and for your family physically and spiritually together. And based on the uh, information that you have written about them till now, so it looks on a uh, superficial view, it seems at least that the suggestion of continuing your job is better than the other suggestions that the people are suggesting to you. May Hashem lead you in good before Him and inform all of your family members to you physically and spiritually with the blessings.